So never ever focus on the ticker tape. Focus on how you can win better in the marketplace. So stock price should be a result of all the good things that you do within the corporation. Anybody who looks at the stock price and takes decision, that person is definitely going to destroy the corporation. I can assure you that. So welcome to uh, The Outliers. It is the podcast with outliers and I'm really, really, really privileged to be sitting with uh, Mr. Narayan Murthy, who I've always considered an outlier for many good reasons. Uh, welcome, Mr. Murthy, to this podcast. Well, thank you very much, uh, Pankaj. It's a pleasure to speak to you. You know, uh, there's one thing I always have wondered as a journalist tracking what you have done at Infosys and beyond. Uh, this whole thing that people talk about is decision making. So if you could just start uh, with this open question about so how do you, Mr. Muthi, make decisions? What is your playbook of making decisions? A leader is a transformation agent. Transformation is big ticket change. Therefore, if you want to bring, bring about change, you will have to take decisions. If you want to bring about big change, which is transformation, you will have to take decisions that are indeed going to impact the organization, impact the environment, impact the stakeholders in a significant way. Therefore, leadership is all about taking decisions. Now, from my own experience, The process that I followed in taking the decisions is the following. First of all, you have to look at the problem in which you have to take decisions. Then within the organization, I always brought in experts, people who knew more than I did. For example, if it was finance, I brought Mohan. If it was uh, in software quality, I brought Dinesh, etc. Second, you have to convene a set of people who represent all the areas of the organization that will get impacted. And within that, by and large, what I did was I 
made an attempt to include at least 30% of i mean i i i made sure that the that the committee that took the decision consisted of at least 30% of the people who were below 30 years because i realized that the greatest impact will be felt by these under 30 people not by me because i was going to retire maybe in 10 years 15 years 20 years but these youngsters will be there in the organization for 35 years 40 years exactly so therefore their voice was very very important third business decisions were not taken by lawyers every one of the business decision was dis- discussed and debated by these experts and then after the decision was taken lawyers were consulted internal lawyers we never went to external lawyers i mean that i have never been very comfortable with going to outside lawyers for internal decisions and lawyers were consulted to ensure that we did that this decision did not result in anything that will put the organization's reputation in danger fourth we allowed discussion on these decisions to be led by people who are experts in finance it was mohan bala in software quality let's say it was dinesh in uh, software uh, in, in in education and research it was chris etc etc so they would argue out pluses and minuses they would argue about argue out how the organization is going to benefit what are the costs etc etc and others would ask them questions next we encourage people to bring data and facts to the table to support their arguments we didn't want opinions of people see opinions are all subjective on the other hand they would bring data and facts from organizations that have performed better than us on a global basis and then they would say see this is the kind of decision that was taken by this organization by this corporation which is so much bigger than us so much better known than us and therefore we believe that this is a good direction to look at and then there would be a discussion debate there would be a white paper prepared 
and that would be circulated to all the concerned committee members. But I would take the bottom line responsibility for that decision. Because a leader has to take bottom line responsibility for all decisions, good or bad. Otherwise, people will say, no, 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 I will be blamed if something went wrong. Nobody would stand up and say, this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. Unless you say, don't worry, what we are looking for are good ideas from you. If the thing goes bad, I am going to stand up and admit. Then it is very, very important to educate the entire company about the decision that one takes, the pluses, the minuses, etc. Everybody, it, it is transparency is extremely important in decision making. Transparency is very important particularly in communicating decisions to larger mass of people who are not part of that discussion and debate. And finally, the leader must take bottom line responsibility for that decision. If it fails, the leader must be able to stand up and say, I took this decision it failed, therefore I am sorry. For example, we made some investments in secondary markets in 1995. At the AGM, I stood up and I said, this was a mistake. We took the, I, I took this decision. It didn't work out as we wanted, but we have learned a lesson. Fortunately, the organization did not get impacted too much. Therefore, next time we won't do this. Unless a leader has the self-confidence to stand up in public and say, I am sorry, I committed this mistake, I won't commit this next time, employees won't have confidence in him or her. This is the way we took decisions. Just to shift gears, uh, how about life decisions? How about deciding whether to, for example, become an entrepreneur or not? Uh, what to do with career? Uh, is there a, a template or a playbook uh, when it comes to making life decisions? No, I, by and large, I have followed a similar uh, uh, thing in every one of the family decisions. I will consult my wife, my children in any decision that the family took. The good thing is you get buy-in. By, by ensuring that everybody participates, you get a buy-in. And number two, when the concerned stakeholders know about that decision, they are lot more, lot happier about this decision because they know the pluses and minuses. They know the circumstance under which this decision was taken. They know that they were consulted, 
एक्सेट्रा सो ट्रांसपेरेंसी इज वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एंड एट द सेम टाइम फेयरनेस इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वेन यू टेक ए डिसीशन से सडनली आई एम गोइंग टू इंक्रीज द सैलरी ऑफ दिस वेलो बाई फिफ्टी परसेंट देन यू हैव टू आस्क ए क्वेश्चन हाउ विल इट इम्पैक्ट ऑन अदर एम्प्लॉज can i stand up and explain why i gave this fellow 50% salary increase while i gave 5% to other people is there a rational for doing it by shying away from explaining those things by thinking that uh, you need not explain it to other employees all that will happen is the employees will lose faith in the leadership of the corporation therefore in everything that i did even at home i brought in all the stakeholders we had discussion and debate experts in whatever it is for example certain areas my son was the expert certain areas my daughter certain areas my wife certain areas me like that so i believe that there are no differences between how you take decision in in a family or in a corporation biggest problem arises when leadership of the company tries to hide information from the stakeholders wherever a corporation has tried to hide information from its stakeholders then in the end either the individual will lose out or the corporation will start sliding down there is no doubt about it all over the world it has happened including in india that is the reality the uh, the, the decisions where things don't work out as the way you you had calculated you touched upon it but how to deal in in those instances like you talked about saying sorry but uh, no you have to learn not only do you have to stand up be open and be transparent and accept your mistake but at the same time you have to learn from those you cannot commit the same mistake twice see people understand if you committed a mistake the first time yeah yeah and number 2 if that is a big mistake then the the person who was responsible for that decision for example let's say uh, it was let's say uh, a lawyer or a cfo or, or somebody then that fellow has to pay a certain price otherwise there are no incentive for people to improve for people to be careful in taking decisions it cannot be that only lower level fellows have accountability and higher level fellows don't have accountability that is where i said if you want to enhance respect for the corporation there are three dimensions on which decisions will have to be taken one is fairness second is transparency and third is accountability so as long as you looked at your decision in from the 
the lenses of fairness, transparency and accountability, then your decisions are likely to be better. Now, if the decision, if the decision fails, then accountability steps in. And that's when the leader or whoever was the person who took the decision has to say, look, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, I have learned from this, and I am going to pay whatever price the corporation decides. That is important. So, Mr. Puthi, we are also known by the battles we fight yeah. and the battles we don't. Yeah. Now, now, again, from, from outside, uh, and I speak to lots of people, uh, the, your, some of your decisions, for example, every time you decided to get involved with the company you had founded, uh, it was overanalyzed because of your stature and the importance of the company involved. I don't want to get too much into specifics of those, but the decision frameworks that you applied when you said, okay, this is my battle, or this is something that I have to do. What were one or two metrics, and what were some of those decision-making points that you used? No, first of all, I have neither time nor inclination to discuss Infosys. Let us not waste our time on that. In any issue that I have stood up for, for me, governance has always been top issue. I have always believed, right from 1981, when I founded Infosys, along with six younger colleagues of mine, I put governance as the number one attribute of a good corporation. Now, governance meant being fully transparent with shareholders. Even somebody who has one share. In fact, I still remember before we went public in 1993, I sat down with my younger colleagues and I told them from today onwards, we are going to be in a different paradigm. You are not accountable only to the small group of shareholders, which consisted of the, the, the founders, the, their families, and employees. You are now answerable to the entire mass of shareholders. And there may be a shareholder who has only one share, but that person has as much right as somebody who has 99% shareholding. So I impressed upon them that only if we are ready to accept this, then we should go public, otherwise we should not. So there is a mistaken notion in India that independence of shareholders, of directors, means that they should not be transparent with shareholders. I think that is an absolutely strange idea. 
independence of the so-called independent directors is with respect to management, not with respect to shareholders. The shareholders elect the independent directors. Therefore, shareholders are the masters of independent directors. Therefore, it is the responsibility of independent directors to be totally transparent with shareholders. Let us be very, very clear. If anybody has any confusion in this, I think it is very important to go through a basic training in governance and understand something. I think you make a very important point in institution building. Yeah. The, the governance. Yeah. Because most of the time you're thinking of ingredients as capital, yeah. idea, yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. is that something which, I mean, Clearly, I'm not discussing Infosys for sake of it, but when people talk about built-to-last kind of institutions, governance is an important... Uh... You see, most organizations that have seen a downward slide have seen that it starts at the top. As they say, fish always rots at the top. Therefore, the problems of an organization always start at the top. They don't start at the bottom. If one uh, lower level employee, if a security guard did something minor, that is not a problem. If the senior people did things that are not proper, that's when the confidence of the entire corporation, the confidence of shareholders, the confidence of government, these things will all take a hit. So therefore, it is very, very important for the senior people to conduct themselves with fairness, transparency, and accountability. Final uh, two questions, Mr. Modi. These days, like in the so-called startup ecosystem, yeah. when the entrepreneurs are building newer companies, yeah. their biggest uh, influence yeah. is investors. Hmm. Now, investors have uh, fund the life cycles in their mind yeah. because they have returned. You know, they have got to you know offer returns to the LPs. Yeah. Seven years, ten years, whatever. Ten years is too long, perhaps. Now, as an entrepreneur who is married with the idea and hopefully building things to last. So how, there is a con kind of conflict because most of the entrepreneurs are thinking that I have to, like I have to give returns to my investor. Now that decision making frame is very different from trying to build a company for 10, 20, 30 years. Do you agree or is this a dilemma? You see, right from the beginning, at least as long as I was in charge, I, had repeatedly discussed this with my colleagues that we should not look at the ticker tape. Never look at the ticker tape and take a decision. If you come out with innovations, if you enthused your employees to work hard, if you satisfied your customers with good software that you developed, if you followed the best rules and did not violate any laws of the land, 
and if you use the part of your profit to make difference to the society and earn the goodwill then you will automatically attract good employees you will get good customers you will you will your revenues will grow your profits will grow your eps will grow etc etc so throughout my career of 33 years i focused i never ever focused on the stock price never never because as long as you do all these right things satisfy you know keep your employees happy you know uh, keep you know produce pro- provide the best value to your customers follow the principles of fairness transparency and accountability with your investors don't violate any law of the land and do whatever little you can do to the society then there is no issue you will provide better and better value to investors so never ever focus on the ticker tape focus on how you can win better in the marketplace so stock price should be a result of all the good things that you do within the corporation anybody who looks at the stock price and takes decision that person is definitely going to destroy the corporation i can assure you in in the the uh, as as leaders or right, as entrepreneurs uh decision making also means that you will face criticism uh you will face questions and and scrutiny for for all the right reasons that you yourself mentioned how do you deal with critique of criticism no it is you see if i am an entrepreneur and if you have given me money you have every right to ask me questions if i dodge your questions if i hide information from you if i don't conduct myself properly it is your right to criticize me let it be very very clear at that time i cannot say no 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 he he is criticizing me no if i am not able to justify my decisions to you then you will criticize me so the onus is on me to conduct myself as a model corporate leader taking the best possible decisions in the interest of the corporation with all the data available making sure that there is full transparency fairness and accountability in those decisions and communicating that decision to all this to people like you who have invested in in me then you will you know, not criticize but you may have a certain opinion on how to run the company what i need to do is to sit down with you give you full details of why i am taking this decision then i personally believe from my own long experience that you will you are more likely to agree with me than otherwise on the other hand if i try to hide from you 
if i try to unnecessarily blame you then you're not going to be expect you're not will not be expected to to say good words about that's the reality but in this age of social media and and all that criticism uh, comes at you from all directions and not necessarily from only shareholders so how do you no i i personally feel that we should not worry about criticism from people who have no knowledge of the issue that is most important see those are opinions anybody can give opinion as long as i my as i have a mouth as long as my voice box is working i will mouth something stupid but if i can justify my opinion by data and facts to you then i am a relevant person to give feedback and that you can take seriously but just because somebody writes in some social media stuff without any idea what decision you took it doesn't matter god has given them voice box god has given them a mouth they can say whatever they want it is their right they can say but you don't have to worry perfect final thing i wanted to know on yeah. another note mr murthy yeah. every time i have come to meet you yeah. uh, i i i looked at uh, the name of, of this office house as tathagata yeah of course i know where it comes from but buddha buddha yeah but can you tell me why i mean is, is there a sense of belief that i mean what what is the idea behind like why do you like it you see this is uh, the my wife is very very good at the history of india she has studied a lot she is an engineer but she has studied a lot she knows ancient indian history very well and for her buddha has been a great role model because buddha said one thing desire or ambition is the root cause of all sorrow how that buddha did not say don't improve buddha did not say don't work hard what buddha said is don't be greedy don't be ambitious without being equipped to reach that ambition so buddha did not say all of you go and sit in himalaya he only said you have to know your pluses and weakness and uh, minuses and within that you have to deal fairly with everybody you have to deal properly decently with everybody and you have to keep their interest in everything that you do then you will be happy and when you as gita says as long as you are not attached to the outcome then you will retain your energy will retain your confidence even if something fails i think those are those are extraordinary values that indian philosophy has given us therefore we must continue with those and that's how 
we have named this office Tathagata. And remember, this is a venture capital company. <laughs> so therefore, it is very, very important for us not to be greedy. It is very important for us to conduct ourselves properly. It is very important for us to learn from the extraordinary uh, wisdom of Buddha. So, Fascinating, Mr. Murthy. Godspeed and stay this way. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks. <laughs>